because I wonder sometimes if that's underneath some of why it hurts like you know when things do feel imbalanced or unfair does it somehow feel like well god do you love me less like I remember when I was single I struggled with that and so that I think is the other danger of comparison is like okay just because I'm living a different reality than this person over here doesn't mean that I am less valuable or less loved Welcome to Real FM Rewind, the side where we hit the rewind button to catch up and pause to go a little deeper. Here's Anson, Kara, and Zoe. Welcome back to Real FM Rewind, B side. We are Anson, Kara, and Zoe all hanging out together in the studio today. Hope you're having an awesome day and uh, staying cool because it's starting to feel like summer. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it's a little bit hot. I think. We just kind of skipped the end of spring. We did. <laughs> I've said before that I like all four seasons, but I, I get kind of impatient with them. And yeah. I'm usually ready for the next one about a month early. Yeah. I'd like to recant that yeah. statement. Yeah. Because I'm not ready to move on ready. from spring. No, I'm never I'll ready. I'm ready to move on from summer in like yeah. mid-July. But, yeah, exactly. Because yeah. it came, you know, a little bit early. So that's where we are today. And I believe it's Anson's turn for On Repeat. Yes. My On Repeat for this week is Story by King. Kaleidoscope. It's a miracle played a few songs from King's Kaleidoscope on Real FM. If you don't know their history, they actually come from uh, Mars Hill, the church that collapsed oh, okay. uh, years back. There's a whole podcast about that and stuff. If you want to go yes. learn more about all of that, they were a worship band originally for that church and then were one of the few bands that actually continued on mm. post Mars Hill. And Chad Gardner is the name of the guy who kind of leads this group. And it's kind of this loose collective of mm-hmm. people that he brings in, instrumentalists that play all sorts of different uh, brass and string instruments and percussion and all sorts of stuff that he brings in. And then he's the primary songwriter and vocalist for the group. The thing that I love about King's Kaleidoscope is I feel like every time I listen to one of their songs, my ear is surprised Mm. by what happens. Like I I write songs myself. I fancy myself a little bit of a like hobbyist musician. I played instruments. I listened to a lot of music for my job. And after a while, you kind of just get used to the kind of expected patterns in songs, right? Like your ear almost anticipates what is coming next, right? After this verse comes like a bridge and then a chorus. (laughs) And after this chord, a lot of times it's resolved with this chord. Even if you don't know all the theory of like what's happening musically, your ear just kind of... It knows to expect it. Yeah, anticipates those expected sounds. Mm -hmm. And King's Kaleidoscope does this really fun thing where they kind of like set up these expectations and then break them. Yeah. And so it kind of like surprises your ear, but not in a way that like is bothersome either, Mm -hmm. because you Mm -hmm. can do that. And also have it be like really annoying, like distracting. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like your ear expects this to happen and you do this other thing and it just doesn't sound (laughs) musically coherent. Right. But they have a way of kind of accomplishing both of those at the same time. Mm. I think doing things that are really musically surprising and interesting, but Mm -hmm. also really beautiful. Uh, And I feel like that absolutely applies to the song story. It has a really interesting kind of hook and melody to it. And then the other part of it, of course, is lyrically. They're very, very poetic. Mm. Sometimes it makes it a little bit hard to discern exactly what they're talking about and what the song means. Uh, They're often open to interpretation. Um, But I think this song is, is really beautiful in particular. The chorus says, you don't need a different story. Heaven only holds us broken as hell living in a tale of glory. It's a miracle becoming yourself. Mm -hmm. I think that's a really interesting 
stanza there. Mm -hmm. You don't need a different story. I think that's something that a lot of us as Christians struggle with or think about at times, Mm -hmm. whether it's wishing we maybe weren't as broken as we are, or even at times wishing that we had maybe a more dramatic, like people talk Mm -hmm. about their testimony, right? Mm -hmm. And wishing like I had a more interesting story to tell. Mm -hmm. A lot of us, I think, wish at times that we had a different story than the one that's ours. Heaven only holds us as broken as hell. That's honestly the line. I'm not exactly sure what they mean, (laughs) but my thinking is like, we've talked a lot about heaven lately, like in the uh, Faith Refresh podcast Mm -hmm. and about how heaven is just the the presence of God. And I think like the presence of God holds us as broken as hell. Like even when we're broken, even when we're Mm. messed up to the nth degree, God still holds Mm. us, right? Living in a tale of glory, it's a miracle becoming yourself. We might not like our story, but it's a tale of glory, right? Like Mm. God is in the process of sanctifying us and glorifying us. And it's a miracle, That that happens, right? That God Mm. loves us despite our sin and despite who he is, right? Mm. It's a miracle becoming yourself. And that's what God is doing is he's making us more of who we are. That's good. Yeah. That's a a cool way to think about sanctification. Making you more of who you're supposed to be. Exactly. Mm. Right. Right. Not more of who I am in the sense of, yes, I'm broken and sinful and all those things. Right. But like in the same way that creation has been broken and someday God's going to make it whole. Mm. Like we're being made whole into who we were actually meant to be Mm. as well. It's a miracle becoming yourself. So the song is called story. Definitely encourage you to take another listen to it and really chew on those lyrics as you're listening to it, because I think there's a lot of depth. We interrupt this program to bring you a pause. All right, we're on pause. It's Zoe here. And this week I was talking about, you know, everyone's going on summer vacation or planning summer vacations, mm-hmm. thinking yeah. about that. And I was, it had just like dawned upon me, you know, I get jealous pretty easily. I've noticed this is a character mm. flaw of mine. And <laughs> one of the things I mentioned was I'm kind of jealous of people around me or others like getting to go on vacations uh. and what I was talking was about how I should just have a staycation, like I'll be fine. Yeah. But in thinking about that, I do a lot of self-reflection and I was like, hmm, jealousy. I probably shouldn't be that. Like, what's going on? I shouldn't be that. Shouldn't be that. I need to dig into that a little more. So I kind of dove in a little bit thinking about that. Okay, what's what's the root here? What's going mm, on? Right. Interesting. And the way I, I like stood back and was like, huh, you know how you got kids and you give one kid a lollipop mm-hmm. and then uh-huh. the other kid right next to it is like, where's mine? Yeah. Uh, I think I'm fair. the kid that's like, that's not fair. Right. <laughs> why, why can't I have a lollipop? Mm. And I think this comes from like having a pretty poor upbringing mm. and so mm. not having a lot of things that other people have and just mm. seeing that. But that doesn't mean I get to be bitter and resentful. (laughs) It doesn't. It doesn't. And it kind of has brewed this sense of entitlement that like, Mm. I should get to have these things because I was poor. You know what I mean? Like it's like a weird perspective. I realized in me, that's actually really selfish, Mm. entitled and is not going to foster like a healthy mindset Mm. or a healthy world outlook. Yeah. I've had a difficult upbringing. That doesn't mean I get to be, you know, Oh wow. Look at you. You have such a nice, (laughs) life. Wow. (laughs) Like, you know, I don't, that doesn't justify that. Mm. So yeah, I've been thinking a lot about that, the roots of, you know, my jealousy and how do I change that? Right. Mm. That's something I care a lot about is like, if I see something within me, I need to address it and kind of figure out how to move forward from it. And I think even around me, I see a lot of people sometimes around my age who have a similar sense of maybe entitlement Mm. or bitterness and resentment 
And so I kind of like will look at the world and say, you guys have issues. And right. then I realize, oh, right. wait a second. I have similar that's issues. so easy to do. <laughs> so that's yeah, right. that's what I've been thinking a lot yeah. about lately. What is the thing that like triggers that feeling in you? Like, is it primarily through like social media that you see those? Or is it just talking with friends? Probably or? both. Yeah. You know, mm. social media, but I'm not on social media a ton. Mm. Yeah. Most of my friends, I would say, are about the same age as me, and they also like aren't going on a bunch of vacations. I think it's like you play the comparison game a lot, mm-hmm. or where am I supposed to be in my life? Right. And, you know, some people, oh, they're going on vacations, they're planning vacations, or this is just in general the season where people go. Yeah, I guess people yes. are talking about that. People are talking. I guess mostly it's at my church mm-hmm. where like mm-hmm. older people, more established in their careers, you yeah. know, they're going and yeah. having these vacations. And then I'm like, what do I do <laughs> this yeah. summer? You know, and yeah. I'm, I'm going to be fine. I'm being a big baby about it <laughs> for sure. But it's, it's a fair, I like, think we've all been there. Yeah, we have. <laughs> I remember that. Like, I think one, I think social media can exacerbate yes. this. Yeah, right. Because we do see more into the lives of other people and what they're doing, mm-hmm. and we have more insight, maybe than almost we should. Yes. <laughs> and like it's not always good for us. It yes. causes the whole FOMO thing. Oh yeah, like yeah. that's a well-established thing. Yeah. But then I think the other part of it that's really interesting that maybe I hadn't thought about as much that you just brought up is life stage yeah, differences. Yeah, that's such a good point. And I think that does make a big difference, and it's something that's especially challenging at times. I think when you're fresh out of college. Yes. Like I was just kind of reflecting on that as you were talking, thinking back to my wife and I Mm. right after we graduated and, you know, we're living in this tiny little place yeah making almost no money yeah eating a lot of like ramen noodles yep. and yeah. maybe hamburger helper but now like hamburgers are even expensive so we yeah. can't do that like it was a very different time in our lives financially and mm-hmm. just in a lot of different ways and so yeah similarly like when we got to go on vacation it was because my parents yeah invited us to go on family yeah, vacation right. and like we're helping foot some of the bill not exactly. because we could afford to go on some crazy beach trip, right? That's a good point. And then uh, just last year, my wife and I took like our first really big major yeah. trip together. We went to Europe together. Mm. That took 15 years for us yeah. to save the money mm. and be able to take that trip, right? Mm. And it was still a big deal. And we're not doing it again next year. I'll tell you that. Like, <laughs> you know, maybe in another 10 years kind of a thing. Yeah. And so I think it's challenging at times when like you see people who are in a very different stage of their life mm-hmm. and yeah. you're like, I want to do what they're doing, but there are some like fundamental differences. differences. Yeah. And I think it goes back to that example you gave of, I tell my kids all the time, like life isn't fair, right? When they're <laughs> right. complaining about why does this person get to do this? The most recent example of that is my daughter's. Mm. My oldest daughter is in fifth grade and uh, has received a later bedtime for mm. summer. Mm. Right? Now go. she doesn't have to go to bed until nine o'clock Ooh. instead of eight thirty. My younger daughter, who is in second grade, was very unhappy about this development, that she has to go to bed at 830 instead of nine. That's unfair, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I had to explain to her, actually, (laughs) if you think about it, it's completely Uh, fair because when she was in second grade, she was going to bed Uh, at the same time you were going to bed. There you go. And when you're in fifth grade, you'll get to go to bed at the same time she goes to bed. There you go. It just feels unfair at the moment because she's not in the same life stage yeah right yeah because there's a gap between where you are and where they are right Mm -hmm. and And so different people have different experiences at different points in their lives yes but yeah we we do have to live them right next to each other and that's hard and that is hard and i think while i want to convey that reality and that Mm -hmm. truth to my daughters like i also want to be sensitive to my Mm -hmm. second grade daughter and go like hey 
life isn't fair and this is the way it's going to be. Mm-hmm. But I do empathize. Sure. Yeah. Like I understand it's hard watching somebody else get to stay up when you don't. Mm-hmm. And just because it's a reality doesn't mean we have to be like cold and dismissive about yeah. that. It, it can sure. be challenging. You know? Yeah. I think it's really admirable that you have a growth mindset and you're like, OK, I want to work on this and like dig in and figure out where this is coming from. Yeah. I mm-hmm. think that's great. But also caution you like don't be too hard on yourself <laughs> right. don't be like i am a despicable human being you're like you're feeling very normal, normal feelings, things right yeah, yeah like everybody especially especially in that life stage like you're saying it's kind of a yeah. tough spot where you're like not quite established yet you're yeah. figuring things out you're kind of getting there and it, it's okay like to recognize some of those things and be like this is kind of hard but also I'm not the only one. I can recognize mm. this stuff and recognizing it is, as we know, the first and the most, first step, the first mm. step. And even I, I don't know, even just acknowledging like because I don't have these things doesn't mean that I'm less valuable or less mm. loved somehow, mm-hmm. because I wonder sometimes yeah. if that's underneath some of why it hurts. Like, mm. you yeah. know, when things do feel imbalanced or unfair, yeah. does it somehow feel like, well, God, do you love me less? Like, yeah. I remember when I was single, I struggled with that. Mm-hmm. And so. That, I think, is the other danger of comparison is like, okay, just because I'm living a different reality than this person over here doesn't mean that I am less valuable or less loved. Like Mm -hmm. you're some screw up in some unique way that's caused this to happen. Yeah, I remember you talking a lot about that when you were Mm -hmm. single. I think like being single is probably another one of these not having your first home yet or like, I mean, mean, yeah, we're currently there. (laughs) Like we could probably all come up with something where we're like, yeah, I feel like I'm behind my even my peers in this exactly thing or that thing and i think that's one of the tough things about i think there's some good things about the way our culture has changed but i think one of the challenging things about kind of our our current culture setup is people are experiencing i think different aspects of life stages at Mm. a more diverse range of points in their lives yeah that's a good people aren't just getting married and having kids and getting their home at age 22 or whatever it is right like it's not uniform anymore and so you have people that are hitting those different life stage points at very different ages Mm. and so then it can make you feel like you're very ahead or behind Uh because i don't have the full-time job yet or i don't have the house yet or i don't have the kids yet or i can't go on the vacation yeah yeah there's there's always something that you're probably going to be behind someone else on Mm -hmm. and so i think that introspection that you're doing is yeah is important work like kara said you don't want to be too hard on yourself (laughs) yeah but i think it's also also, Mm -hmm. yeah growth and work worth doing because Mm -hmm. that doesn't go away right like it's not like you're going to get to 30 or 40 or 50 and be like oh well now i've arrived (laughs) and everything is right it's like that thing you think about it when you're like my daughter again Mm. who's 11 is like when i'm 18 (laughs) yeah you know like (laughs) Everything I'll, will be fair. I'll be able to do everything I want. <laughs> right. have, life won't be unfair anymore. Like, nope. Nope. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think there's a magical age where that happens. It's something we're going to have so. to deal with for the rest of our lives. So yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's a good point. It's work worth doing. Yeah. Fast forward. It's time for fast forward and talking about what I am looking forward to. And in the very near future, this is ridiculous, you guys, but I am super looking forward to making popsicles this summer popsicles and like i say popsicles and like greek yogurt pops oh have you ever had oh. like these greek yeah <laughs> oh have you ever hold had- up now <laughs> hold wait, up. wait a second <laughs> 
love your sharing. We just I, got uh, into yeah. like bougie popsicle bougie popsicles. territory here. Have you ever had the Yasso frozen yogurt bars? They have like cookie dough and all these different flavors. No. They're very fancy and mm. yummy and they kind of taste like ice cream, but they're Greek yogurt, but Ooh. they're kind of expensive. Okay. And so I was looking around on Pinterest and was like, oh, look, there's a recipe. I'm going to buy some popsicle molds and I'm going to figure this out. Ooh. So um, okay. I have plans. The popsicle molds have been ordered from Amazon nice. as of this morning. Wow. <laughs> and then I've got a couple of. So I'm going to start with the cookie dough one. Yes. I mean, yeah, I mean obviously. <laughs> it seems like a wise choice. It does. Always start with cookie dough. Always start with cookie dough. And then there's also one that's like a strawberry cheesecake oh my goodness. flavor also sounds good i know so like we yes. bought a bunch of strawberries at a strawberry farm earlier in the oh, summer like legit, <clears throat> strawberries. legit strawberries and we froze them and so they're ready to be turned into strawberry magic so and you make good cookie dough too so like right? these are gonna be so much better than the ones you could have bought from the store anyway that's what i'm thinking like, i mean Cara, Cara made cookie dough <laughs> and like fresh picked strawberries exactly and like, that's what i'm thinking so. she's gonna charge us per popsicle you know yeah, yeah you know <laughs> See, i'm kind of like when people say like do you want to pop i'm like i don't really like popsicles but like yeah, my but kids the, they're just like mm-hmm. they're just having like the bomb pops yeah right stuff, that's you know? not like, not like that not that, those kind is, of pops these are adult popsicles <laughs> category sophisticated yeah, these are the ones exactly. bougie. these are the bougie popsicles you hide from your kids because they're too expensive that's right like you can't you can have, have the 90 yeah. cent you like you can have as many bomb pops as you want and having these, these, these are for cookie me. dough exactly yogurt ones over here yeah so the greek yogurt and then some of the fruit ones that have some i think i think the strawberry one has some greek yogurt and maybe some like 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 cream oh cheese what, or something what else it? could you put in pop what about like a brownie batter one? Oh yeah, there's like a amazing. Nutella banana one. Oh, I want to try that. Yeah. One. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Um. There's so many. Like I have so many pinned. There's like coconut milk and pineapple. So like a pina colada popsicle. There's. All right. So next week on yeah. uh, Real yeah. from Rewind, Zoe and I will be taste, taste testing, testing and reviewing right. popsicle flavors. Hopefully, yes. 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 Hopefully, my first batch will be ready by then. And <laughs> no shall, pressure. She'll get a deadline. Yeah. If we don't eat them all over the weekend, but yeah, notice I didn't ask. I just, you just declared, I'm, I'm <laughs> speaking my it to truth. Be so. Yes. <laughs> just trusting in faith that there's going to be a popsicle in my future. Manifesting popsicles. I love it. Sharing is caring. It's now, Cara. also, what I am looking forward to. <laughs> yeah. Just co-opting well, Kara's segment. Hey, yes. it's okay. I'm happy to share. All right, well, at the very least, you'll have to give us a report. Oh, yeah. And like grade your like Completely. top concoctions. Yes. Yeah. Hopefully, though, I have a feeling it might take a little bit of experimentation. Yeah, dial them in a little yeah, bit. Yeah, but yeah. hopefully it's going to be a success and I'm very excited. So whatever your day entails or weekend or whenever you're listening, I hope it involves something yummy like popsicles. Mm-hmm. And we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Real FM Rewind. Make sure to check out all of our podcasts on the Real FM app or at real.fm. And don't forget, be kind and rewind. <laughs>